said, if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would it be? I knew it had to be good. I like, I, I was just sitting there and I was like, this has to be good. I have to blow their socks off because I felt like I was failing the rest of the interview. So I was like, I really need to put some thought into this. So I'm thinking, and they, I had 30 seconds to answer. They were very timed about the answers. Literally the clock's ticking down and they're like five more seconds, you know, and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. And right at the buzzer, like right as they're like, no more time, I was like, rock. Welcome, everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today on the podcast, I wanted to tell you a little story that came to mind when I was meditating this morning on what the podcast should be about. Let me set the time and place for you. I'm applying to PA schools and I got some interviews. So I'm flying around the country to interview at PA schools. I go to this one PA school and let me just tell you, PA interviews are no joke. They are high stress. I remember one interview I walked in, they gave you an IQ test right off the bat. I mean, these are high stress interviews. They're like all day things. So I'm at this one school and we're in the offices of the faculty at the school. And it's this long row of offices where they had a stand at the door of the office that you were going to interview in. So if you look up and down the hallway, there's literally interviewees standing in front of doors, just like there was, I think, maybe 10 of us in the hallway standing in front of doors. They said, don't go in until we tell you to go in. The person that was running the interview said, okay, you can go in now. And so everybody, you know, like horses out of the gate charges into the room. So that's what I did. I opened the door and I went in the room. And there was three people in the room and they looked up at me and said, you didn't knock and we're not ready for you. Please step back out. So I step back out. I close the door. I step back out into the hallway and I am the only one in the hallway. Everybody else's interview has started and I am freaking out. And then I'm freaking out because I'm like, I was told to go in. These people seemed very stern with me that they were not ready for me. And now I'm like, they're upset with me, but I was told to go in. So I'm doing what I'm told. So my mind is racing. I'm already nervous. And finally, it seemed like forever. It was probably like a minute and a half. They come and they open the door and they said, we're ready for you now. 
So I walk in and that's how I'm starting this interview, right? So I'm like completely panicked. And then they start going into all of these things. Like one of them was a chart where you had three intersecting circles and they were like, put on here your strengths, weaknesses, your life and like put on the intersecting circles. I mean, like this was stuff that I was like, you got to be kidding me right now. Like on the spot, I'm supposed to figure this out. So I remember they asked me this one question. They said, if you had to describe yourself in one word, what would it be? I knew it had to be good. I like I I was just sitting there and I was like, this has to be good. I have to blow their socks off because I felt like I was failing the rest of the interview. So I was like, I really need to put some thought into this. So I'm thinking, and they, I had 30 seconds to answer. They were very timed about the answers. Literally the clock's ticking down and they're like five more seconds, you know, and I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. And right at the buzzer, like right as they're like, no more time, I was like, rock. And they were like, what? What did you say? And I said, rock. And they were like, rock? And I was like, yeah, you asked me for one word. And that's my word, rock. And they kind of looked at each other and were like, okay, we need to dig into this because we have no idea like what she's talking about. (laughs) Like, is she insane? They said, well, what do you what do you mean your word is rock? And I said, well, I'm a rock. I said, I'm always there. I'm steadfast. I'm hard to break. Just everything that you would think of for somebody being a rock, anchoring something and being able to lean on it and sit on it and just a rock. And after I said all of that, I blew their socks off. I mean, like, I have to admit, I blew their socks off. They, did, they had no, they, I mean, they did not see that coming out of me, especially because I was like failing the rest of it. But I was like, I walked out of that and I was like, yeah, that's like one thing I did right today. So this story came up for me again, even though that was like almost 20 years ago now, because I'm doing uh, a talk and it's a new talk. I'm re- completely redoing a talk for a summer conference in August. And this story came up. And one of the things I love about Brene Brown is that she's a storyteller. And stories are so important because they help us, number one, connect. But number two, they can be great metaphors. So I was thinking about this experience that I had at the PA school. And thinking about telling them that I was a rock. What's really interesting to me, looking back on my career and after all the work that I've done and I am doing, I do feel like I was a rock. But what I didn't recognize at the time when I was entering PA school was that there were cracks in that rock. And those cracks are the stories and the traumas, and everything that you're bringing with you to PA school. What PA school and medicine throughout my career did for me was it opened those cracks a little wider. And what's really interesting, when I'm looking for pictures for this lecture that I'm going to do, I found a bunch of pictures with hammers and rocks. And what I've learned is if you hit a big rock with a hammer, nothing really happens. It might get a little chip out of it or a little mark on it, but nothing really happens. And that's kind of what I thought I was entering PA school. So that like all of the things that were hammering down on me, 
I was just deflecting them with like little chips. I was like, no big deal, no big deal, no big deal. What I didn't understand is that when you take a chisel and you take that same hammer, but use the chisel to amplify that force into one area of the rock, that is how those cracks get bigger. And eventually that rock breaks open. That's really interesting to me because I do think that I had cracks going in. And I think that the experiences that I had in medicine and throughout my life while I was working in medicine really were amplified by chisels and eventually broke me open, kind of made me fall apart. I shouldn't say kind of, it made me fall apart. Oftentimes I think that that falling apart was a bad thing, that it was a weakness, that it was my low point, that it was awful. And it was all of those things. But looking back on it, it did break me wide open. Although there was a lot of rubble I had to sift through, there are these rocks that when you break them open, they have crystals inside. And they're beautiful crystals. You know, I'm sure you've seen them in the store. They're like, you know, they're like cut in half and they have these polished crystals inside. I think that's where I eventually got to is that those cracks broke me open. I turned into rubble for a little while. But as I sifted through that rubble, I found the most inner part of me that was broken open. And I found the crystals and these beautiful, messy, not perfect, wonderful crystals that showed me how beautiful I am. And that's actually really hard for me to say. Because you think you're a rock, right? I think I never thought of myself as like, pretty or soft and loving or outgoing, I pictured myself as a rock, right? Just this thing that was always there if you needed it, but you wouldn't really notice it walking by it. There was nothing about it that was special. Those cracks and me breaking wide open has helped me realize what was inside of that rock and how special I am. And I wanted to offer this story because, number one, I really do think it's very interesting that this story came to my mind and that this actually happened, right? Like, I actually said this to people, like, I'm a rock. Who says that? Like, (laughs) who says that? But that's my story. I really hope that, number one, this story helps you understand that If you feel this way, like if you don't feel special, if you feel like you're just the person that's there, you're the person that's shouldering the burden, or you're the person that's always there, which I think a lot of healthcare providers are, moms, you know, just in general, I think people take the burden of the world and their life on their shoulders and don't feel special. Well, you are special. Breaking off and letting go of some of those layers is so important to do. And it is not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. I'm here to tell you that. But man, you have a beautiful crystal inside that the world wants to see and needs to see. And you just have to dig a little to get there. And you have to be willing to break wide open. So I hope this helps. I also hope it resonates with you. I hope it resonates with the people when I give this talk this summer, 
there'll be a lot more involved in the talk, a lot more brain science and other things that go into this. But I hope the story helps really clarify the work that can really help you realize how special you are and how beautiful you are and how unique you are because you are. There is no doubt about it. I love you all so much. I hope this helps. I always hope this helps. It is really hard for me to get on here and break wide open like this. So I also hope my vulnerability helps because it is much easier to do it behind a microphone than it is up in front of people. And so it's going to be very interesting this summer telling this story. (laughs) But I feel good after this podcast. So my guess is I'll feel good after I give um, that talk too. Have a great week, y'all. And really look at where life is putting a chisel on you to break you wide open. And maybe fight it a little less. Maybe invite it in and let it happen and see what happens. Scary, but true. All right. Take care, everyone. We'll see you back here next week. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.